You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that's here to burninate all your thatched roof cottages. I'm Cody. I'm Sam. I'm Wow. <laughs> Not Samantha. Oh, boy. We have a great show for you this week. Thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first, let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! <laughs> Toronto! Get a little Paul Stanley up in here. <laughs> Toronto! I only mentioned Trogdor because it's the somethingth anniversary. I don't even want to know because it's probably way too big and it will make my bones turn to dust. Oh, 18? yeah. 18 years? 18, something wow. like that. Yeah. Troggy can vote. Yep. <laughs> but but Troggy uh, can't buy cigarettes or alcohol. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Oh, you know, that was a simpler time of the internet. Watching dumb Flash cartoons. I miss it. Mm -hmm. I miss it. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Also, Flash, boy, that's gone now. Yeah. We have outlived Flash. (laughs) We did it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it makes me feel a lot of weird feelings that Flash is dead. Because I spent so much time in my life making things Mm -hmm. in that program. Oh, I remember. I remember the little Flash cartoons uh, you used to come up with. I mean... A lot of like pretty famous YouTubers now got their start doing Flash cartoons. Yeah. Oh sure, yeah. Well, it was like one of the first like widely available That's animation uh, programs, and by widely available, I mean pirated constantly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like at this point, like just take it, just, just take yeah, it. Pretty much, yeah. I'm glad they're doing what they can to preserve um, HomestarRunner.com. I know they're using like a. It's like someone developed a retro player for Flash or something like that. An emulator for Flash that runs in, I'm assuming, HTML5. Something, yeah. Modern browsers can make it do. Yeah, and that's awesome. I'm glad they're. I'm glad they're saving it. Would you? Would you have ever thought you would have said the words "an emulator for Flash"? No. (laughs) (laughs) Now we are old. Yeah. Anyway, check check it out. Check them out. Okay. I watched a movie this week. Cody and Samantha, you will definitely know this movie. Josh, you might know this movie. I watched Johnny Mnemonic this week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. The yes. original Cyberpunk. The original. Yes, absolutely. In the far-flung future of 2021 <laughs> oh, no. is where Johnny Mnemonic is set. Mad Max is also 2021. It is, yeah. Up, I just picked up Neuromancer again. And oh, really? Yeah, too. nice. For like the 100th time. <laughs> I, every like, time I start reading Neuromancer, I lose the book. It's happened like two or three times. It's a curse. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Neuromancer curse. I uh, left it on the on the uh, lunchbox shelf at work thinking nobody's going to steal my old William Gibson book. (laughs) I was wrong. (laughs) Uh, 
I forgot how enjoyably kind of goofy uh, Johnny Mnemonic is. Oh, it is. Like, it's, or, or just like that era of Keanu Reeves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was reaching some uh, Nicolas Cage levels of rant at one point. He was yelling about how he wanted room service and, and like dancing around and shouting and screaming. And I swear, I was like, this could be like young Nicolas Cage role. This is this is Vampire's Kiss level Nicolas Cage acting. I would love to see a cyberpunk. Oh, Cage. no kidding, right? <laughs> Man, how much storage do they say his his brain? Eighty are... gigabytes. Yeah, yeah. and he used an, an, a thing to increase it to a hundred and sixty. Like, didn't he have to erase some of his childhood memories? Oh, yeah. To all make of his, room. Yeah. yeah, all of his childhood memories had to go so that he could store data in his head. <laughs> okay, so so give the, I guess give the soft pitch of the movie for people who may not have seen this gem. Okay, sure. In cyberpunk future of 2021, everything is on the internet like it is. I guess we're actually close on that. There's also a scene early in the movie where a bunch of rioters were wearing uh, uh, N95 masks. Oh! Yeah. So, topical, <laughs> oddly enough. But uh, in the future, if you want to transport data that you don't want to get hacked uh, from one place to another, you hire these guys that basically have the, mem- the computer storage implanted temporarily into their brain. They physically go from one place to another, and then the digital, they're unlocked, and the information's pulled out. It's a secure way of travel. Uh, In this movie, Johnny wants his childhood memories back. He has to do one more big score to get enough money to, to have the implant taken out of his head. He ends up getting way more information pumped into his brain than he can handle, and now he has 24 hours to get this data out of his head before... It all corrupts and he dies. Also, the Yakuza's after him. Also, Ice-T is there. <laughs> and there's a dolphin. There this is. is a hyper-intelligent hacking dolphin that's part of the U.S. military. <laughs> yes. Former former U.S. Navy yeah. cyber dolphin. <laughs> Thank you that for helps your service. Him. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that, that helps him hack his own brain. In the climax of the film. Also, apparently in the short story that this is based on, uh, the dolphin was addicted to heroin. Yeah. And that's how they kept him in line. Yep, this is true. <laughs> I've, I've read the story. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it was it was enjoyably bad. I It was a good... I mean, it's a good premise. Oh, it's fun. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie. It's a absolutely. terrible movie, but it's a fun movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell you, uh, what's his name? Should not act. The guy who played Spider, the doctor... Uh, the um, I don't remember. He is the uh, musician. He's a singer. I remember metal singer. The, the broad strokes of the film and the laser whip. The la- yeah, the laser string that came out of the guy's fingernail. Yeah. And uh, Takeshi Kitano, it was the head of the Yakuza, which was pretty cool. It did seem like all of his English lines were fed to him phonetically. <laughs> Henry Rollins. Henry Rollins is a terrible actor and should not have been allowed in this movie. <laughs> Because he's Mojo Nixon. Much better. Oh, I forgot Dolph Lundgren's in this movie. Yes, as the street preacher who is 90% robot and also 100% crazy. And William Gibson, the writer of the story, wrote the screenplay. So yeah, it's it's pure. It's pure him. Although I guess in editing, it got chopped up quite a bit. There is 
there is a cut of it that is a lot longer and kind of goes into a little more detail and uh, is, I guess, a little closer to the source material. Uh, unfortunately, Amazon Prime does not have that version, so I did not watch that version. But uh, yeah, it was enjoyable. It was it was fun. I have not seen that movie in a while. The original story has a character from Neuromancer in it, uh, Molly Millions, who is awesome and is a lady who has like aviator sunglass lenses surgically put over her eyeballs and razors can come out from underneath her fingernails. Yeah, yeah. They rewrote her into the Janie, the yeah. character from that movie. Which is a shame because it yeah. would have been really cool to see Molly Millions in, in the movie. Yeah. Because since we're never going to get a Neuromancer movie, it's been in development hell since like the 90s. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever read the third one in the um, in the trilogy of the yeah. uh, Neuromancer whatever? I've never finished the Sprawl trilogy. I've never yeah. finished Neuromancer because I oh. keep losing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's my console cowboy lifestyle. I can't keep a hold of one book for too oh, long. Oh, yes. It's, <laughs> it's, it's your white whale there, Ahab. Yeah. I'm surprised you don't have a digital copy of it. I do. That's what I'm reading now. Oh, nice. <laughs> can't lose that. Uh, <laughs> you say that. You say <laughs> that. Unless I lose my entire phone. <laughs> Digital uh, corruption. Yeah, I started reading it again since I'll never finish Dune because it's a million pages long. Oh, it is very long <laughs> and incredibly dry. <laughs> like the desert it takes place. Yes. Yeah, I borrowed it from the library and like, it's too heavy. <laughs> like seriously, I'm like, I kind of want to reach it on my Kindle. <laughs> it's like, a beautiful book. Oh, it's though. gorgeous. The, the cover is amazing and the pages have a blue tinge to the side. Like, oh, nice. Like the blue, all blue eyes of the... Oh, sure, sure. Men or whatever they're called. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, but like I try to read at night and I'm like, no. <laughs> my arms are too tired. Yeah, I I got a... Digi- <laughs> I got a um, uh, book on tape of it for God, book on tape. I mean, audio book. <laughs> I put yeah, in my cassette it's tapes. Of, it's a lot of cassettes. 50 cassettes. Hey, hey, if it makes you feel any better, the last book, the last audio book I did listen to was on tape. Oh, wow. Oh. Wow, hipster. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it was one of the Anne Rice vampire books. Fair. But, uh, but no, I tried getting it on audio book and, and tried like just listening to it back and forth driving to and from work and that first chapter is so dry <laughs> about in, in, explaining the Fremens and the Vogans and the, the Spice. The Gom Jabbar. The Gom Jabbar. The Kiat Haberdash. Yes. <laughs> the Abdul Jabbars. That. With it, the, it, yeah. it, it sounds like you're speaking Klingon. Abdul Jabbar. Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> they both want the street rat. Yes. It's how you know that they're human is they put their hand in the Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> Kareem. <laughs> Kareem Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> and then Bruce Lee shows up in a yellow jumpsuit. <laughs> yeah. I really uh, want to see that Dune movie, though. I do, too. I, I know I should see it in theater to get the best experience, I'm not going to go to a theater. Oh, no. I'm, no. No. Speaking of... If the- I didn't go for Wonder Woman, I'm not going to go yeah. for Dune. Although, kind of glad I didn't go for Wonder Woman. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not that it was a bad movie. Uh, speaking of which, um, I got a thing, uh, a notification the other day, uh, I guess, 
um, Studio 35 and the Grandview Theater are going ahead with uh, Dudathon again this year, but they're doing a digital remote Dudathon where you come in with your mask, you you buy your ten little uh, trials of beer, take it home, and then they load up a Zoom call. <laughs> what? That's, yeah, I mean, you might it's as one well. way to do it. Yeah. yeah, I know, but you go, you pick up your beer, and then you go. <laughs> And then you go home. Socially distanced <laughs> dudathon. That's how I drink beer. I buy it at a store and then well, I take yeah. it home. <laughs> yeah. But I'm imagining like I'm just imagining like somebody walking home with a beer flight. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they put them in little. Uh, I did it for around Christmas. They did a Christmas beer tasting, and uh, they actually put them in. Uh, I think you can go to uh, GFS and get plastic bottles that look. They look like orange juice, like single serve orange juice bottles. Mm. Um, we just had like oh. ten of those, okay, and a bunch of popcorn and, and stuff, and yeah, yeah. We get you go to the studio thirty five, you get the popcorn with the M and M's, and you it. get it with the M and M's sometimes with the Reese's pieces. Ooh. Yeah, yep. I miss Studio thirty five. Once this is all slowed <laughs> down, we we take a trip. We pick a movie. We take a trip out. I was thinking about arcades real hard the other day. Yeah, I miss I miss uh, <laughs> as as much as I don't miss the crowds. Yeah, remember doing things, guys. Yeah. <laughs> remember going places. <laughs> I want to go back to Galloping Ghost. It's so cool. It's such a cool arcade. Or those some of us who have never been. <laughs> Mister, I go to there. Chicago. <laughs> That you Been know, like what? three times. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we should do when this is all yeah. slowed down and uh, travel res- uh, restrictions are up. Nerd Overload takes a trip, road trip over to Galloping Ghost. Cue the black screen. The gang goes to Galloping Ghost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> your brother bought a house. So. Yeah. Oh really? Oh yep. well, there we go. Awesome and congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Mazel tov. Who has a Chekum? I've been talking too much about Chekum. We can talk about the uh, history of swear words. Yes, I was just thinking about that because you mentioned Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> there is a series on Netflix called The History of Swear Words. Okay. Where it's hosted by Nick Cage, and you get to hear him swear a lot. And they teach you the history and the etymology of swear words. Oh, wow. And also, while well, there's like talking head comedians, like it's a I love the decades kind of show. What about swears? Interesting. It's not, sounds like my kind of jam. It's not bad. <laughs> they let Nick Cage be Nick Cage. That's, yeah. Oh, fantastic. That's the best. That sounds like the best part. It's kind of sad that uh, George Carlin isn't there. Yeah. To, to talk about yeah. The, uh, yeah. the swear words. Uh, they start with the F word and then they obviously, go from there. Obviously, move on. <laughs> sure, yeah. So yeah, don't watch it with kids, obviously, because there's a lot of swearing. But then again, there's a lot of educational content. Too. <laughs> so, it's up to you. Yeah, it's like drunk history, but with bad words. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of wish there was a little more educational stuff in there than there is just comedians riffing on swears. But it's still they, good. Trying to make it entertaining. Yeah. For people who don't like etymology. Yeah, who aren't mm-hmm. word nerds. Like lexicon yeah. folks and yeah. Or just fans of swearing. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I just wanted to, to get that out there because, you know, we love Nick Cage content here. We, we do. We are <laughs> he, fans of Nick Nicholas Cage. He does a very good job as the host of the show. <laughs> Man, did we watch Vampires? Cause was, that, was that a bad movie that night? That was a bad yeah. movie night. That was a bad movie night special. Yes, that was a very special <laughs> bad oh, movie Oh, that night. was... 
That was a great night. Might be <laughs> might be my favorite one. It very well could yeah. be my favorite one. I mean, one. it's it's one of the few ones I didn't fall asleep in. It's one of the few ones they didn't uh, edit anything into. That's true. It was yeah. just, it was just, like, just Vampire's Kiss. They didn't need to. Yeah. Should we explain what Vampire's Kiss is? Because we've said it like 10 times oh, already man. today. So Vampire's Kiss was this movie that Nick Cage made way back. <sighs> Was it the 80s or was it like early 90s? It had to have been 90s. Yeah. Early, very early 90s. Maybe maybe 1990. But anyway, where he is a... He's a yuppie. Yeah, he's some kind of rich business, business guy. guy. yeah. And he he gets bit by a bat and thinks he became a vampire. <laughs> or is... 1988. 88, okay, close, close. But yeah, he gets, he gets bit and then thinks he's starting to turn into a vampire when... He's not really no, and like the crux of it is like it's pretty much like he might have rabies and he's hallucinating. Yeah, yeah he's, he's running around screaming, "I'm a vampire! I'm a vampire!" I love the fact that they didn't actually have extras for that scene. They just filmed on the street with him yelling and everyone just giving him <laughs> weird looks. Yep, is just legitimately people giving him weird looks. He and built he, a tiny cave inside his apartment oh, with his couch cockroach. coffin. Yes, yeah. his couch coffin. Uh huh. Doesn't he eat a live cockroach? He does. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Oh, and he kills a woman with those plastic, those crappy plastic <laughs> Halloween teeth. He does buy plastic teeth. Yes. Oh yeah, and they look awful. <laughs> they glow Which in the dark. The yeah. <laughs> and he and he and he bites a woman so hard in the neck that she dies. Oh, it's it's overacting to the nth degree. Oh yeah, it's like it's <laughs> chewing like, every bit of scenery. It's it's, it's, it's <laughs> yes. <laughs> A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Like it is like surfer guy kind of yeah. like voice that he sometimes slides into. <laughs> he does like some kind of accent. Some weird accent. <laughs> like this weird affected kind of. Yeah. Might be European, might just be Southern like, California. If, if, it's if weird. You, if you're a connoisseur of the internet and you remember like the old meme of the the you don't say face or whatever. Oh yeah. That was Nick Cage from that movie Mm -hmm. with that bulging eyes. Yeah. uh, Yeah. yeah. Like he was unhinged before he went crazy. (laughs) It just goes to 11 (laughs) Mm -hmm. after he goes crazy. It's such a, it's such a, just an odd movie. Yeah. But it's great. It is the most vintage, like delicious of the Nick Cage. Weirdiverse. Wine. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's, yeah, they they pop the top on on Nick Cage on that one, and yeah. <laughs> so, so hard to argue that they haven't been able to fit the the pop the the topper back on <laughs> on the bottle uh, since then. <laughs> that really seemed to be kind of the start of the wild Nick Cage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so check check it out. Yeah. Um, man, I've done so many things we don't have time for. I finished the Tales of Arcadia trilogy. What's that? The it's a game, right? No. I mean, they made a game, but it, it's the Netflix animated three series uh, that Guillermo del Toro did. Troll Hunter, oh, Three okay. Below, and uh, the last one's called Wizards. Gotcha. Okay. Of Waverly Place. <laughs> um, and actually, there's going to be a movie that ends everything. Oh, uh, excellent. Like, it's this year, and it's like either February or March. Cool. Called like Rise of the Titans. And it was good? I mean, I, the movie's not out yet. I don't know. I'm talking about well, the, the series. series. Yes. Um, I really liked Troll Hunters back when it first came out. And then I remember you saying something. I remember when Troll Hunters came out. I remember. Yeah. I really that. liked it when it came out. Um, and then of course you know it had uh, Anton 
Yelchin. Yelchin, uh, voicing the character, and that was the last thing he ever did before he unfortunately passed away. I thought right. you were going to say Anton LaVey. <laughs> but uh, no. I no, a different kind of movie. No. Yeah. No. That, was, that was the case. Um, and then the second series, I didn't even know they made a second series or the, the fact that this title that kept popping up on my Netflix was even a part of it mm-hmm. until I looked into it. Um, it was called Three Below, and it's a sci-fi series about aliens who come to the town of Arcadia. And, like, the weird thing about the, these three series is there are some interconnecting events. Okay. And once you watch them all in order, you kind of, like, like oh, these some of these things are happening at the same time. Interesting. I like I like that kind of layering of stories and ki- that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. Like, there's a thing. part, there's, like, a part in the last, uh, in the last part or s- season of Three Below, the Alien series, where they kind of soft shoe in something that's going to happen in Wizards. Okay. The third, the third series. Yeah. Uh, where like they make like a video call to um, Jim, the character from Troll Hunters, and like there's like, oh, he's I can't talk right now. I'm fighting this this knight or whatever, and they like the camera turns and you see this scary looking knight. Okay. Who was a big crux of uh, wizards? Interesting. Yeah. Um, I didn't really like Three Below that mm. very much. Um, everything has a weird blue like Tron glow to it. Everything, like anything that has to do with the aliens, it looks like that. Mm. But Nick Offerman is the voice of one of the characters, and he and he's like this warrior general guy who has a penchant for combat, and he always speaks in the third person. <laughs> okay, that's 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 pretty fun. That's cool. Yeah, he's probably one of my favorite characters in that in that whole show. He's on the swear word show too. Oh, that's good. I love Nick. I love Nick Offerman. I love everything he does. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen anything with him in it that yeah. I didn't like. At least him in it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, have you watched any more of uh, uh, Raised by Wolves? No. Oh. Uh, Raised by Wolves is a series on HBO Max that is a weird sci-fi dystopian thing. That's the one with the robots and the babies, right? Yeah. Yes. It's okay. Really high concept. <laughs> oh yeah, like like super high concept. Interesting. Like, so at some point in the history of Earth, there are two factions basically, and there's a war. And so a group, well, not a group, this guy builds these androids. And gives them a bunch of stuff and goes, go start a new colony and shoots them off into space. Mm. And they birth these babies to start the colony. Um, it's really weird. Uh, like, it's like whole first episode kind of things. They were basically carrying embryos, embryos and oh. started them on the planet. Gotcha. And these, these androids were going to be the surrogate parents to the, like and instruct them, the, yeah. the babies, and like, it, like gotcha. they help raise them. Yeah. Um. Like their names are mother and father. Oh, interesting. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. Um. One of the one of the things I liked about it, like style wise of the show, the the two factions or whatever, like when you like see these flashbacks and whatnot of like their war and whatnot, they're wearing like what looks like medieval armor, mm-hmm. but they all have like assault rifles and you know sci-fi weapons and stuff. Nice. Like at one point, you see actually see a guy running around with a sword and a shield. Oh, um, there you go. Kind of Destiny esque. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> um, also, it's got some really weird religious overtones mm. yeah, and anti-religious overtones. Yeah. Like that's the whole crux of the war. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and uh, Travis Flamel's in it. He plays a character. Uh, Who's he, that? he was in? He was in History Channel's Vikings. He was in the Warcraft movie. Striking out here, That's man. That's pretty much all. He, like, like I said, if you haven't seen those shows, you wouldn't know who he is, gotcha. basically. Okay. Um, 
Like he's got a weird accent and a weird haircut and everything he does. Because <laughs> that's how he is, I guess. Um, I mean, it's, I watched the whole series or the whole, I guess there's supposed to be more later, uh, but it's pretty good. Cool. Uh, it's like uh, Ridley Scott directs at least one episode, if not more. It's like his thing. Oh, yeah. Like the mm-hmm. androids have like the milk blood like an alien. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, I cool. Was after I, did we watch one or two? We watched more than one episode, I think. But, like, afterwards, I'm like, I don't know if I want to keep watching this or not. <laughs> like, it's I, heavy. I, 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 yeah. I, I kind of had that moment, too. I mean, it is. It's like, it is a really heavy show. Like, sounds like it. There's yeah, just it asks a, a lot of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, emotionally. <laughs> like oh, yeah. yeah. Especially in that, like, like that, 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 that first episode or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, here's all these kids. Uh, <laughs> okay. Not like, I didn't yep. like it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, fa- father is like easily the best character of the whole show like he is like gold through the whole thing like <laughs> cool he is he tries to be like you know the fun parent to the children <laughs> oh i see <laughs> and okay. he's always coming up with jokes like his thing is jokes mm. he's always like got jokes but they're robot jokes they're, oh they're yeah bad yeah. robot jokes yeah. <laughs> okay dad jokes filtered through a robot ah uh, fun okay <laughs> all right well hey i hate to cut things short Gotta take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about some news. I am the Black Knight. Soundtrack to the Pinball Machine Black Knight 2000 by Dan Forden, 
Brian Schmidt and Steve Ritchie at you know, Mid Williams and Midway. <laughs> uh, I heard this during um, GDQ was a couple weeks ago, and I heard that in the background. They were using it as background music, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What is that? That's amazing! <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. yeah, no pinball machine soundtrack ever needed to go this hard." <laughs> No, it's fantastic. It's really, really good. <laughs> also, it's refreshing to hear a pinball machine just outright demand for your money. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, hey, uh, let's go ahead and get into some news. There it is. Nice. Do you like that flavor or do you like this flavor? <laughs> the Wilhelm. Also, for good measure. The stupid Tom Cruise. The Tom Cruise scream. scream. Yep. <laughs> From that stupid mummy the movie. The mummy. That's they right. Did, they just copy one sound twice. <laughs> <laughs> it, it sounds like that video from that. I don't know if it's like a soap opera from Africa or something. Where the woman is yell is screaming and running away, and you have the guy. Why are you running? Have you never seen that? I've never seen that. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh man. Okay, we have some post-show. Yep. Look them up. <laughs> Get ready for the soundboard next week. <laughs> All right. So we have a whole list of news. Uh, a lot more than I initially thought we were going to have this week. I'm being honest. But uh, what do we want to get into? Some of it is leftovers from last week. That's that true. We don't need to do, but we do yeah, have a lot of stuff. We have a, we have a few things. We have a few uh, things. Let's do the video game stuff first. Okay. Um, so uh, someone has been kind of working through a version of Breath of the Wild and discovered something kind of neat with it. Apparently, all of the NPCs in the game. The faces that are generated off them are all me's. The little uh, goofy cartoon characters that you would use on your Wii and Nintendo 3DS. Your Nintendo avatars. Yeah, like the like the the assets match up almost one to one, with except with a few exceptions. And this person was able to replicate uh, the me customizer. Yeah, they were, yeah. yeah, they were able to inject existing me's into Breath of the Wild because it's the same data. And that word right there makes me is the reason why I don't think I would be able to do it. Because you had to use the word inject, not not to download, not modify, inject. That That's is what like, they do, though. Yeah. They're injecting code. It comes in a little blue vial. Yeah. But yeah, but as a as a test, they did a couple of different me's. Like they used the uh, um, the me for Barrett from Final Fantasy VII that they just came out with on the Switch. They uh, did a couple others. They did uh, Matt. The uh, the Wii Sports guy, the Wii right? Sports guy who is like carried over into several uh, me related games. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but no, they were able to uh, place all these characters in, and again, with few exception, it is almost exactly one to one. It's pretty with, cool with, with that Breath of the Wild look to it. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. It's a uh, very economical uh, of Nintendo to to reuse this code in a different. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's genius because it's it's sitting right there. They have a random generator right there. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. It's a shame they don't use the Miis more on the Switch. They've I, kind of been relegated to 
Nothing. To almost nothing. Yeah. yeah, just smash if that. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I I would be interested to see if they start using the Mies more. I I miss. I honestly miss getting the custom hat for Animal Crossing that made your uh, villager's head turn into your me yeah. head. I like putting myself in the Mario sports games. Oh, yeah, like Mario Kart and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, Mario Kart and uh, Mario Golf, Mario Tennis on the 3DS. Yeah. Wasn't there a version of Mario Party a while back that had me support? There was just that game. There was Wii Party that was basically. Par- that's what it was. It was Mario Party, but just with me. Gotcha. They took all the Mario out. <laughs> We're talking about this, and now I have the the Me Plaza's music just in my <laughs> do, head. Do, 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 do. Bum, bum, <laughs> I remember how we used to like. No, oh, keep going. <laughs> I, I remember how we used to like do the stupid little Me games on our 3DSs. Dun, and dun, like dun, help dun. each other through like the fantasy dungeons oh, and the stuff. Street Pass. Street yeah. Pass is fun. I've actually, you know what? I've that's another thing I've been checking out. I dug my uh, 3DS out and I've been playing Metopia. Do, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, that yeah, RPG. That RPG. That's super fun. It's goofy. It's they, goofy as heck, but they it's fun. Never got rid of Street Pass. It would have worked perfectly on the Switch. It too. really would have. I don't know why they dumped it. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it'll come back. We don't know. It probably won't, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Nintendo, other than like their characters, Nintendo doesn't seem to like to like looking back. <laughs> oh Nintendo no, they doesn't love like... looking back if they can make some money off yeah. of it. Nintendo that's doesn't true. like doing anything right now. Yeah, it seems apparently, yeah, yeah, that's true. With the exception oh, of Mario 3D yeah, World, not entri- yeah, entirely yeah. true. We've got a couple. We got a couple. We got a couple. Yeah, we want to go. Oh, I guess also there's no Netflix on the 3DS or Wii anymore, yeah, right? Yeah, they're dropping the Netflix on the Wii U and the 3DS. Yeah. So now there's there'll be no way to watch Netflix on any Nintendo, Nintendo device. device. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, you'd think they'd have it on the Switch by now. You but... would think, but doesn't the Switch have Hulu? Yes. Somehow. That is weird. Yeah. Yeah, so so unfortunately you can't watch your <laughs> you can't watch your Great British Bake Off in crisps 180p. Yeah. <laughs> no Queen's Gambit on that switch. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, what are we getting on the Nintendo Switch coming up? What are we getting? Uh, we. Well, they it was a Wii U game. They elaborated on the uh, new Super Mario 3D not new Super Mario 3D World they've gave so many dumb names to Mario games uh, yeah uh. <laughs> Super Mario 3D World a Wii U game is getting ported to the Switch this is a known quantity sure but it comes with new content called Bowser's Fury that looks like a almost different game it at this point it l- looks completely different it's yeah. awesome like it's giant kaiju monster Murder Godzilla or Murder Godzilla Bowser. The uh, the Japanese press release referred to him as God Slayer Bowser. Yes, which sounds very rad. It's very it's very like metal. Most, it's like yeah. The, yeah, it's the most metal name you could ever come up with a Nintendo character. Unfortunately, the American name is just Fury Fury Bowser. Yeah, well, that's eh, it's fine, I guess. It's cool that Mario in this. It looks like it's almost a um, uh, open map. Yeah, it is. And uh, you have an assistant, uh, Bowser Jr., with a Professor Egad's paintbrush from uh, Mario Sunshine. Yeah, and it, that's in the it. co-op mode. Yeah. One person is Mario, the other is Bowser Jr. That's cool. Teaming up to save his dad. Yeah, and then at one point, 
Mario got big too. And cat. And and big and cat. But not just cat. Lion. He, yeah, he was like a lion, but he looked like you know when you collect all the chaos emeralds and make Super Sonic in Sonic Adventure. Well, I was gonna say it's nice to see that uh, Mario is getting in on the Pokemon Gigantamaxing. Yeah, it's um, basically he, it's yeah, what he is. Super Saiyan Gigantamax Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the last part of the game will just be like Godzilla, dis- Godzilla destroy all monsters. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks really cool. It looks almost more like Mario Odyssey than it does 3D World. It does. You know, I thought yeah. that too when I watched the trailer. I was like, man, this. This looks like it could have been Mario Odyssey. Yeah. And who knows? It might be running off of that engine. Yeah. They might, oh, it they might be. Is. It probably yeah. is. 3D World also is a fantastic game. It's one of the better ones. It's one of the good ones. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. Yeah. Uh, and it's running faster. I think they got it at 60 FPS now. Oh, good. They added online mode uh, so you can play with friends online. That could go one of two ways. It could be fine, like Splatoon. Or it or could arms, be Animal Crossing. Or it could be, yeah, trash like Smash Brothers. And uh, <laughs> Mario Maker was also awful. I I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, oh man, smashes. <laughs> There's a reason why I haven't asked you guys to do a Smash tournament with me <laughs> oh, because it's bad. Yeah. It, the the online is very bad. It's never been good. No. Ever since there's been online in Smash, it has been resoundly garbage. They just need rollback. That's all they need. And. This is a whole. This is a whole other topic. Well, they need to design it to be used in places other than Japan. Well, yes, <laughs> that's the problem. Either that, or America needs to up their. Uh, uh, everyone gets fiber. Yeah, infrastructure. Yeah, their internet infra- infrastructure. Anyway, so more <laughs> Nintendo news. Pokemon Snap. Yeah, a new trailer dropped for Pokemon Snap, and it looks like. It looks fun. Okay, what is Pokemon Snap? So Pokemon Snap was a Nintendo 64 game where you rolled around on a little cart and took pictures of Pokemon in fun, you know, uh, like a like a safari, like a nature safari. Yeah, you're the Pokemon paparazzi. Yeah. And there, it, there's light puzzles as well because you want to try to get certain Pokemon to pop up, which cause certain you events have to, to do, happen. Yeah, certain events. You have to, like kind of like throw food to get them to go to a certain area to do certain at, things at Pokemon. Yeah. yeah. You try to chuck a, chuck a bunch of apples at a, at a magic harp. So he evolves in the ocean and Makes wake a up. Gyarados. A, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, people want this so bad, but I feel like it's a case of people not knowing what they really want. It's rose colored glasses. Yeah, not saying that Pokemon snap isn't fun and not saying that this isn't going to be fun. It is. And I'll get this. I, I never owned rec- the original Pokemon snap. I think I rented it once, never had it, but people have awfully fond memories of snap and like, it's just okay. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, just it's, okay. it's, it's definitely a nostalgia thing of like, you know, people our age thinking back to the nineties and, Sitting there with your Mountain Dew and your Surge, yeah. playing Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium, Goldeneye, you know, all that stuff with your friends. I tell you what I'm not looking forward to is playing it in handheld mode and being forced to use gyro <laughs> controls because <laughs> like, I don't want to spin around my my, live, my my kitchen or my living room in a circle trying to take pictures of a friggin' okay. Pidgey. <laughs> That's why I turned. That's why I turned to AR uh, AR support and Pokemon Go. Oh, off. same here. <laughs> oh, that's the first thing I do when they update and they like just happen to. Oops, accidentally turned it back on for you. Are you sure you you missed this? It's like no, turn that crap off. I'm done. No, 
I mean, you can finish the original in like an hour. It's very short. <laughs> That's the other thing. It's very short. Having said that, the original only had a hundred, had only like eighty out of the hundred and fi- original hundred and fifty-one. This one looks like it's going to have all of them. It's even got a uh, Pokemon uh, Sword and Shield stuff in it. Yeah, it's it's huge. And on a next gen system, when they make a new Pokemon game, they could very easily just add. Well, oh hey, we just found a new area of filming island or whatever it's, they're calling I think it. It's called Lentil Island for some reason. Okay. That's fine. So like spill the beans. beans. Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly just kind of burn out on Pokemon right now. I don't know what it is. It's, I know what it is for me. It's the DLC. Yeah, that the was, DLC was very bad. It, the first DLC was bad. The second one adds a lot of quality of life stuff and there's a lot to do. I just, yeah, I just don't have the drive to complete this I don't have the drive to complete Sword and Shield like I did some of the other yeah. games. I mean, and Sword and Shield wasn't bad. It no, just, it wasn't bad. It but was it just, was a, kind of a letdown. <laughs> it seemed like a swing and a miss. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't want to be like those people who were super mad at it because there wasn't all the Pokemon in it or whatever. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about that. But I would like a coherent plot. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Pokemon hasn't had a coherent plot in a while. That's true. Sun and Mood made no sense. No. X and Y was awful. X and Y made just the tiniest bit of sense. I'm a giant man from a thousand years ago. Yeah, where's that game? So basically, Pokemon hasn't made sense since Red and Blue. Because there was no plot to Red and Blue. Red and Blue's plot was... Go be the best there ever was. And also, there's uh, organized crime is going to be in your way, but, it, you know, it's all right. I want to say silver, um, was it Gold the second one? Gold and silver. Yeah. yeah. Was that the second one? Gold and silver. Yeah, there's cool parts where you're, like, teaming up with Lance. Yeah. Like, I, that one was really good. That one, ha- that one was pretty neat. And, I mean, it had that subplot where your rival was hinted to be the son of Giovanni and... It was Team Rocket trying to come back, but just couldn't do it. But there was like an overarching kind of plot. Um, Sun and Moon did have some cool stuff in it. Until that fourth island when there was nothing. <laughs> yeah. When they just but said, like, oh, we've, we ran out of dev time. Here's a bunch of stuff. But like the Aether Foundation and the Hyper Beasts. That's like, yeah, that, that was kind of neat. Really good. That they, was kind of neat. The evil lady and her kids that yeah. are fighting against her. They that brought was pretty good. They brought a lot of the uh, the uh, uh, ether beasts back in Sword and Shield, the the second uh, DLC, and those are characters I never thought were going to exist again. <laughs> <sighs> I never thought that the the monster that looked like Christmas lights with a plug head. Was the, ever going to come back? The muscular mosquito. That man. big old muscular mosquito. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know, Pokemon just hasn't. Maybe I'm getting old. I don't know. It just hasn't been doing it for me lately. You know, maybe it just they just need a shot in the arm, and maybe some of the stuff they're going to do for this 25th anniversary <laughs> that will bring it back. Katy Perry in some I way. Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure I, about I saw that. that news blurb that she's in. They haven't really said what she's doing, but she's involved with Pokemon in some way. <laughs> she's she's getting cosmetic surgery to become a Jigglypuff. <laughs> She very well could she, be. I yeah. don't know. They haven't said. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> uh, let's see what uh, else we got. I, I that's it for Nintendo stuff. I think. Yeah. Well, Actually, did we talk about them buying next level games? Oh, we didn't talk about them buying. Yeah, go for it. Uh, second second party, not publisher, design studio, next level games. The people who did uh, Louis, the Luigi's Mansion two and three punch out Sup- and punch out we mm-hmm. and the mario soccer game super mario strikers uh nintendo has just fully bought them at this point which uh which seems like a smart move to me those are all really good games those are great games i mean it's it's kind of sad it doesn't look like nintendo's really making games anymore yeah. so i'm not sure what what the point is i i, I jest i jest but yeah, they really, uh, it's, they have it's, really slowed down on stuff. They have. It's been bad lately. Yeah, it's like a drought. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Nintendo couldn't figure out how to do um, COVID. COVID. That's what it seems like. It yeah, seems like they're COVID, having a hard time adjusting. COVID really knocked them for a loop, and they haven't got back on their feet yet. Yeah, uh, which sucks. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure they will eventually. But well, and this and this might be a step in the right direction because maybe next level games or whatever they um have a better handle on how to produce content in this current in our current climate yeah. maybe we'll get a new mario baseball i'd love that yeah more we nor more, more we more punch out <laughs> yeah give me more punch out i'll always take more punch out yeah uh, luigi's mansion 3 was so good yeah it's so very very good i would take another one of those <laughs> <laughs> It's some of the best character animation they've ever done on the Mario Brothers in that game. It's worth it for that alone. Yeah. Huh. Uh, let's see. What are some other things to talk about? We got more, we got more video game stuff uh, in the Lucasfilm area. Some, okay. Some Lucas-related video game content. Um, they brought Lucasfilm games back, I guess. Yeah, which is some. This is... Uh, we reported on Lucasfilm games closing years ago i think yeah well it was lucas arts lucas arts yeah but they're bringing it back as lucas film games okay and they're the the people in charge of of you know star wars games now. so basically the ea is getting their monopoly on star wars games taken away and they're giving it to lucas film games okay and reportedly they're already saying they're put they're going to put out an open world Star Wars game by Ubisoft. Oh yes, by Ubisoft. So yes. they went from the one evil worst one to like the evil second one. <laughs> like baby steps, man. Yeah. Baby steps. Well, I mean, EA really did have some big missteps on a couple of their oh, titles. They couldn't have fumbled start the Star Wars franchise any harder than they did. I mean, they picked up near the end. Yeah, they did. They turned it around, but too little, too late. <laughs> I mean, when they tried to put all those microtransactions in Battlefront 2, man. Oh, that was the, bad. The yeah. world lost its mind. It's still like the most downvoted Reddit post of all time. Yeah. Mm. Um, but then they, you know, but then they, you know, fixed it because they realized people weren't going to do that. And then, you know, battle. I've played Battlefront 2 a little bit. It's it's good. It's not bad. Um, Jedi Fallen Order, pretty good game if you like. Yeah. You know, Dark Souls style kind of things. I thought it was all right, but like it's not that I can't play Dark Souls games because they just make me mad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to like it so bad. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not a bad game. It's really not. I, I need to finish it because I really want to finish the story. Uh, and I've been playing the ever-living stuff out of Star Wars Squadrons, and I really like that game. Like, a lot. Hmm. I've gotten actually good-ish <laughs> at it. <laughs> I mean, it'll be interesting to see, you know, the 
the path that the the next set of Star Wars games will take. But you know, I mean, because if you look at the history of Star Wars games, it's like it's it's definitely a wave. I mean, you've you have bad, 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 good, 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 bad, lots of bad, good. It seems like the the less popular Star Wars is, the better the games are. Because mm. you get like Knights of the Old Republic and stuff. That was like, I love the first one. The second one's not bad, but it's not as good. The online game was actually pretty good for an MMO. It really is, but I think it also because of the way they did it. Like, you could play the game and it still feels like you're playing, like, an actual video game and not an MMO. Yeah. What about Masters of Terrors Kasai? That's one. I know you hate that game, but I really liked it when I was younger. <laughs> not saying if I played it now, I would I would not like it, but I liked it a lot when I was younger. It was fun. Plus, I just liked being Boba Fett and just missile spamming people. <laughs> uh, That's um, higher uh, concerned ape. From Stardew Valley, of Stardew Valley fame to make a moisture farmer game. Oh, there we go. That would be good. That's what we need. <laughs> Wait, what did you say his name was? Concerned Ape. Concerned Ape. That's the guy's huh. name. It's his that, screen name. His yeah. Screen oh. name that did uh, Stardew Valley. Huh. Mm-hmm. That is a cool. That is a cool screen name. <laughs> What's the name of like his his company too? I guess. Mm. Which is uh, mostly him. Yeah, it comes up when you start the game. Yeah. Which we actually fell like back it. into a Stardew Valley hole not too long ago. I've been ago. thinking about it. It's they did an a, update. Yeah, yeah. it was a big update with a lot of stuff, and it's such a good game. Yeah, when it uh, the update comes to the Switch version, I'll probably start a new farm. Oh, and uh, Bethesda announced a Indiana Jones game? Executive produced by everybody's favorite, Todd Howard. Oh, that coward. <laughs> but being made by machine games the people who did the the wolfenstein reboots that are very very good probably one of the better franchises as of late especially out of bethesda true so hopefully this will be good hopefully it won't be a buggy nightmare (laughs) i'll bet we won't see quite as many buggy bethesda games now that they have microsoft's qa team yeah in their back pocket yeah (laughs) That's very true. Or just Microsoft lording over them. Yeah, mm-hmm. just Microsoft in general. It's like, it, no, it's let's gonna go be a, fix that. Yeah, is it going to be Xbox exclusive, I wonder? I mean, I would oh, imagine. Oh, I would imagine at, at X, the X, very least timed timed exclusive. It'll be Xbox and PC. I mean... I haven't mentioned on the show that I do have the new Xbox. Oh, yeah. Yes, you have. Have I? No, you haven't. No, I haven't. Yeah, no. I got the new Xbox. How is it? It's like the old one. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Well, better. Oh, oh, so you got the you you got the the the, the current gen one. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the Series X. Because it feels the, like, it feels like you just got a, an Xbox One not that long ago. I did. It was like a, a year. I maybe had it for a year. <laughs> but we had the chance to get one, so we got one. Yeah. With or without the disk drive? With the disk drive. Okay, it's good. the big boy. It's the big like, boy. It is right. large. Yeah. <laughs> the, the little mini fridge. Um, But there's no games. I don't have any games for it that are discernibly different than they were on the other <laughs> Xbox. Oh, no bug snacks? No, that was PlayStation. Oh, it's PlayStation. That's right. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, the only Series X game I have is yakuza like a dragon and it's it looks like yakuza like yeah they're not notoriously pretty games or anything <laughs> not especially but i hate how is it by the way oh like yakuza. a dragon it's, yeah it's fantastic it's great like yeah i love the games i hate the japanese ui <laughs> like with the menus and stuff i hate it i just hate it 
this feel... one's a little this one's a little better because the the battle that's got turn-based battles instead of the oh the instead the, of the yeah, arena it's just it's stuff. just a straight up rpg yeah it's a jrpg oh okay but ridiculous set in modern day japan yeah how far are you into it uh chapter seven Okay, so you, yeah, you're pretty far. Uh, you met my my favorite character, the the homeless wizard that throws beans at yes. an, at an enemy yeah. to summon a flock of birds. Yeah, or like takes a swig from a flask and and lights it on fire and blows fire all over people. Yep. <laughs> uh, the hostess girl who will shake a a bottle of champagne and spray it all over the bad guys. Uh huh. That just reminds me of the scene in a uh, Yakuza. Zero, I think, with Majima in the uh, uh, the the bar or the place he works at, and the guy just pours the cabaret. The cabaret, yes, and the guy pours champagne all over him, and he's like trying to hold in his anger, and he's like, "Yes, sir, this is very nice. I would <laughs> I would bathe in this champagne. Thank you, sir." <laughs> because he's the was it the something of the night, the king of the night, De- or demon of the night, something like that. Basically, you know, he's you know he was an infamous you know yakuza badass but all, all the yakuza games are like just japanese crime stories but every side quest is goofy goofy stuff yeah just completely buck wild yeah like the tonal dissonance between the main story oh yeah which is very serious and then oh you're you're saving a bunch of kids from <laughs> You're helping a kid buy Dragon Quest on release day in the yeah, 80s. Right. Or oh, like, yeah, I remember, I remember that quest. Yeah. You had to go chase down that guy. Or, oops, you went into a place and it's full of Yakuza guys wearing diapers. Uh, what was the one from the one game where he ends up in a mascot suit? Yeah, and that he was has in to, 6. Yeah, he has to run around and beat people up in like an orange <laughs> mascot for like orange juice or something yeah. like that. Uh, or or the one in, uh, in Zero when you have to teach that gang of degenerates uh, to actually Yankee, be Yankee punk guy. They're like greasers. Yeah. yeah. Like Japanese like, greasers. Yeah. And teach them how to be, how to be, you know, tough, tough guys. Tough. Yeah. Cause <laughs> they're, they're all, really bad at yeah, it. Yeah. They're all like sensitive nerds <laughs> <laughs> with pompadours. Yeah. But like the main stories are these, like these like soap opera esque crime melodramas. Mm-hmm. And the story in in uh, like a dragon is really really good. I yeah. like it a They're lot. All really good. Yeah. Um, uh, you know that's um, uh, George Takei as the the main crime lord in like a dragon. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's doing a he's he is toning it back so far. He is <laughs> unrecognizable, and it is fantastic. All like, the voice acting is really like good. He's tap- yeah. Like he's tapping more into his Japanese roots. <laughs> yeah. They yeah. don't normally have English voice acting in the Yakuza games because that makes sense. It makes sense, sure. It. But this has been really good in this one. Yeah, they did, They really knocked it out of the park with this one. Ichiban is great, the main character. <laughs> he is he's so good. He's so dumb, and, yeah. but also like such a good, wholesome crime boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. His name's his name's Ichiban. Ichiban, the best, mm-hmm. number one. <laughs> oh, what's I forget his last name, but yeah, his first name's Ichiban. Huh. You know, you, you said it was in modern day, but if you look at their outfits, you couldn't tell me it was because <laughs> sure. all the Yakuza games have like that weird '80s like. Well, it's because uh, he's still wearing his suit. He went to prison for like 18 years yeah. or something oh, yeah. like that. So he's still wearing the suit that he wore Back. 18 years prior. And <laughs> you, when you start the game, you are straight up out of prison homeless. 
Yeah. And you work yourself, work your way up from being homeless to an apartment. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, we have a bunch more news, but unfortunately, we have hit time. Oh, so... wow. Oh, whoops. Yeah, it's okay. It's all right. We have, <laughs> Oops, we have pl- all Yakuza. <laughs> we have plenty to talk about next week then. So, uh, Thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Nerd Overload Now. You can email us at staff at nerdoverload.com. You can give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, 586-372-8020. Uh, leave us a message. We might play it on the show. Um, hmm, I, don't, I don't have a good favorite Mario power-up. That's a good one. Hey, there we go. Let me me know what your favorite Mario power-up is. I think mine's the Hammer Brothers suit. That's a good one. The the boot. Oh, yeah. I was was always a a big fan of the frog suit from 3. Yeah, I wish they bring that back. The frog suit's good. Yep. Yep. You can also find our show on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. Peace out.